All right, so let's start with the rapid fire. The first one is, at what age do you want to retire? Oh my goodness, never. I love working, I love what I do. How long does it take you to get ready in the mornings? Oof, anywhere from five to 15 minutes. Most embarrassing moment of your life? Oh, eighth grade, West Virginia fashion show, only Asian girl in the fashion show, tripping in front of like all my peers. Favorite color? Red. What time of day are you most inspired? Mm, evening, 11 o'clock. How many hours of sleep can you survive on? I need eight hours. I didn't get it. Fill in the blank. An upcoming marketing trend is blank. Oh, AI-generated content. The city in which the best kiss of your life happened. Oh, and personal. San Francisco. Pick one, Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk. No question. Elon. The biggest mistake of a career. Oh. Mm, so many. Um, mm, an OEM deal with a very large, large PC maker, and we were way too optimistic. How do you relax? Mm, yoga and running. How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Two. A habit of yours that you dislike? Nagging my husband but he needs it. The most valuable skill you've learned in life? Drink better, drink less. Your favorite Netflix show? Oh, 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 just finished. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The last film that you saw that had a good impression on you? Avatar. The last song you've been listening to? Oh, Taylor Swift, anti-hero. Okay. All right, that's the end of the rapid fire round or long stories. Uh, the first one is, how has the integration of AI impacted your marketing strategies and campaigns? And what specific areas have seen the most significant improvements or change? Generative AI has been, has made a profound change on what we do in marketing, really on the content creation piece. So think about it every day. What does marketing do as an output? We, we produce tons of content, whether it's case studies, landing pages, web pages, um, email content. All of that, we first draft, we run it through some Gen AI, usually ChatGPT or Jasper.ai, and it's incredible for a first draft. It's never perfect, it's never exactly right, but it's a great starting point. And we have found that to be a huge productivity advancement. And what are some places where there have been no improvements by using AI? You know, the final product still requires human input. I mean, we, we talk about it as a team, it's, it's not creativity versus AI, it's creativity plus AI, and that we can boost our creativity, boost our, our time to getting things done with AI, but it's not, it's not the final product. I would just encourage everyone to, yeah, experiment. Could you tell us more about what your company does now at this point? Oh, Unity, we have a real-time 3D engine that powers all sorts of real-time 3D experiences, everything from uh, building a game to building a simulation of your factory to um, being able to create amazing visual effects for movies and film. Uh, so what are some specific AI-powered tools or technologies that your marketing team utilizes and how do they contribute to achieving your marketing objectives? I mentioned earlier, content creation is a big output for marketing. And so we use a lot of different AI tools for that. ChatGPT is obviously a very good starting point to get started on first drafts of 
emails, landing pages, uh, social tweets, et cetera. Um, we also use a tool called jasper.ai for writing some of our copy for SEO. It's been really great as a first example of first the first prototype. I, I have, we haven't quite gotten to a place where we trust it for the complete final product, but it's been fantastic for getting started. Uh, how do you envision virtual reality transforming the marketing landscape and creating new opportunities for customers, engagement, and brand experience? I think virtual reality and all sorts of mixed reality are already and will continue to transform the marketing landscape. Think about what we do as marketers. Our whole goal is to create proximity with our target segments. So what does proximity mean? It means having some intimacy with your customers, either getting closer to them or bringing them closer to you, which means immersion, engagement, the idea that you can actually create situations, whether it's through retail or through the web or through other experiences. How do they experience what, what you're trying to sell? And we think working with customers like, you know, Cartier or Mercedes-Benz with their human machine and their, their dashboard, how do you create a, a deeper connection to your users? And that is what real-time 3D can do and what virtual reality or what we like to call mixed reality because virtual reality was a phase, but that's a very closed, we, we, live, we live in the real-verse, as I like to say. And the real verse means a mix of being here together physically as well as a virtual component. And that mixed reality is how you create intimacy and proximity. So I think it's game changing. I think it's game changing. If you look at what Amazon and others are doing and how they're testing and experimenting with 3D content, we've experimented with it in our display ads and we've seen higher engagement, higher click-throughs. It's just much more compelling and immersive. Is there an interesting story about a client or an interesting experience you had with a client who was trying to implement this? Oh, so many. So my favorite is um, there's a South Korean company. It's called OnMind. And they took the Unity, some of our, our tools. We have some tools for creating digital humans that look very human-like and speak and can react appropriately. And they they took our technology and they built these they built a, a, a 3D influencer, and this influencer is pervasive, ads, TikTok, other types of social media, and actually has a very large following. And think about the way you could advance a creativity cycle. Today, you have to find a model, you have to actually train, you have to shoot lots and lots of hours. This is like, oh, we have our influencer ready at the go. And the fact that she has lots of influencers and, and they're very open that she is a digital product. It's not like trying to create a fake avatar of some sort. It, it's incredible. It has it has really sparked the imagination for a lot of different companies. Uh, what do you think of the recent proposals made for AI to declare that it is AI in all cases or, uh, you know, as you're saying, a virtual influencer who's not real that they need to declare? Uh, that they're real or not. Is that going to be something uh, more prevalent in the future? Well, I think so. And I think, you know, part of being a great marketer and great, doing great marketing is authenticity. And, um, you know, we, we, we try to engage developers in our business at Unity and they can sniff out any BS very quickly. 
And that's, I think, true, even if you're marketing, regardless to whom you're marketing, that authenticity matters. And so being upfront about what's AI generated versus not, I think is going to be really critical for marketing and for other areas as well. We, we have, um, we've published our AI ethics. I encourage everyone to think hard and deeply if you are working in the creative space about how you present your work and how we think about what's, what's real and what's not. If you think about it, almost everything we do today is a modification of a previous idea right? And that's what's great as a creative community is we're building on each other's ideas, but giving appropriate attribution where it's needed, we have to do that. We've got to be authentic. Is there any chance that we're going to see AI fatigue in the market? Because there's been just so much excitement around it recently. I've, I've been working in technology for over 25 years, and I would say this, this is a big sea change. It's as big as the internet just even starting and being available. Um, yes, there will be some fatigue. There will be fatigue about the misuse of AI. There will be fatigue about labeling everything we do that has any algorithm in it as AI, when really we want to be careful about not the tech. We want to really focus on what are the benefits and how does it really help us all be better at what we do and help our customers be better. And what do you think of a lot of OTT platforms like Netflix entering the gaming space themselves? Oh, great question. Um, we think it's great. We love to see more, more content creators, more folks in the entertainment and gaming space. I mean, gaming is one of the true forms of real-time 3D. It's not a linear storyline. It's not pre-planned. The whole idea that you can actually have a thousand different outcomes or more based upon what the users do. So we welcome it. We think it's it's inevitable because all content is going 3D. And do you think then entering gaming is the solution to the streaming wars that we are seeing between all these Netflix and Amazon and everybody? I, we don't think it's the answer. I don't think it's the answer. I think it's a super interesting way to extend their business and create tighter engagement with their customers. I would think that companies like Netflix and others, they need to Think about, you know, th they're faced with how do you increasingly engage your user base in a way that, you know, helps their business move forward. So it's not surprising. I, I think it, it's part of progress, which is, you know, we've created this new way to, in, in, you know, in, in digest content and that's streaming, right? And then how do you keep, how do you continue that type of engagement? It's pretty interesting. I, I think you're going to see it go even farther with other types of real-time real 3D content. So speaking of going farther, what are Unity's plans for the future? Well, su I'm super excited to share. We just announced um, the ways that we're bringing generative AI to our customers. We announced two large platforms yesterday. One is Unity Sentis, which is a real-time inference engine so that you can bring any 3D model to over 4 billion devices and you can actually run them at the device, which if you think about it, the compute power that's required to do that is just mind boggling. And the fact that that's available now, and we're super excited that customers can start to play with that. The other thing we announced is Unity Muse, which is all about creation. How do you actually create faster and more effectively? 
and there's going to be much more to come there. We're very excited about that. We think it, we think for creators, it opens up lots of new possibilities. What do you think of the use of generative AI in games that we've seen recently where non-playable characters are able to make up entire storylines using AI? I think it's super exciting. I mean, how many of you have played, you know, GTA or even um, during the pandemic Among Us, which is a made with Unity game, was super popular. And, you know, you're interacting with these other characters. Imagine if you can have whole conversations like, where did you put the tool? Why are you over there by the space window? And, and how do we fix the engine? And if you could have more meaningful conversations, you think about it you could really, really become far more immersed in your game or entertainment. And think about it from the creator standpoint. Do I have to write thousands of scripts for every NPC? No, you can walk into the bar in GTA and throw some darts and have a deeper conversation that isn't pre-planned and it's based upon you. It's This is the next stage of deeper personalization and engagement. Could you tell us an interesting story or experience around Unity's work on in Among Us? Oh, um, well, you know, we have lots of creators like Among Us. We have others. Here's the thing. There are so many, and we love this, many small studios, one or two people developers or, or you know, one, one person in a garage who are building things. And you never know whether this big idea is going to become a big success. And, and it always, you know, it also matters how you measure big success. But what we're excited about is that we democratize the tools and we make them accessible. We have lots of free tools. We have paid tools so that anyone can be a creator. And we're pushing hard to make that easier for everyone. Among Us is just one example. There are large studios and games like, you know, if you play Marvel Snap or V Rising, like there are, it goes from large, uh, you know, large studios to the small one or two person and it's always exciting when you see you know the the, the small studios make it big uh so the last question for you is of a personal kind what would you be doing in your life if not this right now i would probably be playing zelda tears of kingdom <laughs> okay it's a tough one i i don't think i'm gonna finish it in my lifetime <laughs> I am Carol Carpenter, CMO of Unity. Catch me on the Marketer of the Month podcast. See you there.